0: and welcome back to The University Podcast. This is the podcast that unravels the mysteries of university, covering all the topics that we wouldn't usually hear about. Today I am joined by the lovely Brandon, who I actually met through this podcast. Brandon saw an ad for the university podcast on Facebook and got in touch, which is amazing, and I am so happy that we've been able to meet, albeit over a conference call. But it's amazing that this podcast is reaching so many new people and helping make new connections. In this episode, myself and Brandon discuss friendships both at school and university, and the transitions that happen when you move from sixth form into Freshers Week. So let's go and Meet
1: him. I mean, I don't know what the difference is between citrus or not citrus. <laughs> I'm <just> going <laughs> to say banana. Bananas and raisins are the only light fruits that I eat, which is very picky. But
0: do you eat grapes?
1: No, I don't drink wine either. But that's a raisin. To be fair, yeah, raisins. Oh, well, yeah, I've never eaten an actual grape. I think ugh, I don't know.
0: You've never eaten an actual grape. No. <laughs> Hello. 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 How are you doing?
1: Not too bad. How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. I'm good. How has your Easter been week after Easter?
1: Interesting. Yeah, quite dead, to be honest. I had a lot of uni stuff to do, but it's been quite quiet.
0: So in today's episode, I want to have a chat about friendships and all of that oh. kind of stuff. Um looking at friendships going from school then going into uni so where I want to kind of start off with is your friendships before you came to uni so you stayed at the same school from secondary into sixth form what yeah. was your kind of friendship group like did you have one group?
1: I think one thing that a lot of people seem to say about me is that I'm sort of like one of those like social butterflies I think I mean while I, while I was at secondary school I didn't really have that many friends Um, that sort of the people I did I used to just like hang out with their friends so I think my like social circles and stuff were quite small similar to primary school as well you sort of were just hanging around people that you had to hang around like you couldn't just pick your like group I I just sort of felt like I had to be around the people I was friends with and I think I worked out who my real friends were.
0: Yeah do you think when you're in that school kind of situation that you kind of grow With the people that you're around and because you are kind of in like going through puberty you're just figuring out what you want to do you're going through like massive changes do you think it was more a case of because you had what like 80 people in a year yeah do you think you're just like cool i have 80 people to choose from i like these ones the best done
1: (laughs) i think it literally was as simple as that i think Obviously, primary school didn't really think of friends. I think with secondary school, it's sort of—I it, think it was as simple as that, just a matter of just by looks and not names and stuff. Like, I'm not Katie Hopkins, but sort of just like <laughs> going based on like how they came across. Um, I would pick the ones that I liked and the ones that I didn't like. I think it was quite obvious, also, to sort of to see the people that were a bit fake, people that are sort of like acted one way in front of one group and a bit differently in front of another. I mean, I've forgotten the question, but I think it was quite easy to like. <laughs> to work out who the, the nicer people were. Um, and I think even, to be fair, there's probably a, ma- like a handful of like 10, 15 different people who I spoke to and made friendships with, whether it was through school or clubs at secondary school. And I'm actually still very, very close to them now. Some of them actually go to the same uni as me as well. Oh, cool. Because um, you have yeah. that
0: thing at school where... You know, you see in uh, like St. Trinians when there are like really clearly defined groups. Did your school have that?
1: I think there were a few sort of defined groups, but again, like I, I didn't really fit into a group. Like I was sort of one of those people that was like a social butterfly and stuff. But like the overseer of the groups. So like I had my friends who were all together like fit into different groups, but coming together, we made our own like super group, um, and was just I, I'm one of those people that loves people watching. So I was looking at the other distinguished groups and I was like, I'm not part of your group. I'm not part of your group. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was, yeah, there were a lot of specific like groups of people that had already formed. But yeah, there were definitely definitely defined groups already. And I was just like, I'm not part of one of those.
0: So then with your sixth form, you stayed on. But obviously yeah. other people could join for your sixth form. So was that really weird having this kind of established friendship groups? Obviously a 70 or 11 feels like an absolute age. And then... Yeah having new people come in and possibly have them joining into a group that was already kind of established.
1: I think already having a group was obviously difficult enough, especially having built up those like connections over the years. I think at first I knew it was going to be a little bit weird, but I was, I don't know what the word is, but I was ready to sort of like make friends with new people. Mm. Um, And I think it could have been like a positive thing because they could be potentially like our situation on their own. Um, and potentially join our super group or sort of fit any of the groups and yeah it's, it's weird because you don't know who's going to come in you don't know what subject they're coming to study they could potentially be in your class but I thought the best thing to do as the social butterfly was to just like make friends yeah. with them talk to whoever they were I like to think of it as good eggs or bad eggs are they a good egg or are they a bad egg? Um, and that's what i did i'm still friends with a few of the extra students that came in i think it was just difficult to initially build up those friendships just because we didn't know them as well as our obviously established group
0: because if you've already got that friendship group is it hard to then be like right let's add another person on or like let's reach out to them
1: yeah i think it is difficult i think at first our group was sort of a bit i mean well i say my group but (laughs) i was in different groups um, I think at first, each of the different groups or friendship groups I was hanging around with, we were a little bit sceptical as to whether to introduce these new faces. Because as lovely as they were, it's sort of, yeah, we've had like memories together, whether it's drunk nights out or doing work after school or, or studying the same subject. But then I think after time, a lot of my friends had the same sort of mindset as me, that actually they're nice people. They've just come from a different school and obviously here to learn. So there's nothing bad about it, but it was just working out the similarities and how they how the, we could initiate them into our group
0: so then at the end of sixth form you took a gap year what was your kind of reason behind doing that
1: i don't want to go into t- too many details but i think the yeah. main reason was because and i mentioned it in a couple of my videos as well but i had a l- few problems with home life and stuff like that and i wasn't really ready for uni i was one of those people that was like oh i want to go i want to stay in education i love education which i did I hated doing the work I just loved being in the like school environment which doesn't make any sense
0: the little no I see what you mean the little like bubble
1: yeah the reason I took the year off was for like family and personal reasons and I just felt like actually I didn't have enough experience to like transition from school to uni yeah it was nice to take the year off because I mainly just like chilled like I worked in an office for a couple of uh, of years for for the (laughs) year um so I was getting money to work and yeah it was just nice to actually sort of develop myself as well because i think i mean now i come across to a lot of people as confident and a lot of people do say that whether it's just by voice or if they like talk to me on the phone that i come across confident not arrogant but like confident and i've said to them all i think it was that gap year that helped me and just the fact that I'm around people that have the same sorts of visions as me, have the same sort of interest in the media industry, I think that definitely helped. But yeah, during the gap year, I was pushed out of my um, my comfort zone. I was doing office stuff, so you have to have that telephone voice, helping out with Duke of Edinburgh expeditions and stuff like that. Not just sitting at home being lazy, but doing something to help build up personal skills, communication skills, obviously confidence was the main one.
0: Was it weird having that kind of established friendship group the whole way through school and then suddenly having... Having this gap year where your nicely little formed group was suddenly spread out to every
1: corner of the country 100 percent. i think 100 because obviously with all the different groups every single person in each of the groups had a completely different future plan and literally i'm not joking it was literally group just went boom all over the country, there's people in Brighton, there's people in, where else are they? Well, obviously Nottingham, where I am, literally all over the country. It was weird at first, but I think that the good thing about having that gap year to work, I made a new little friendship group. I don't see the people as much, obviously because of distance, but we still talk, FaceTime, Skype, whatever. But I think I was able to build a decent friendship group within like the working environment.
0: Going off to uni then, after taking that year out, you'd obviously, like, formed a new group. So friendship-wise, you were, like, feeling okay. How were you feeling about Freshers' Week itself and then, like, having to make another friendship group?
1: (laughs) So, again, I think at first it was just a bit like, whoa. Just made my friends at sixth form. Leaving again. (laughs) See you later, everyone. Because I was that sort of person that, because I relied on people to do stuff for me and I sort of, I was never confident to do things myself, I was like, right, so now I've got to learn how to cook clean do wash it (laughs) and it was a bit weird because I was the last one in my flat to move in we had a little group chat um I knew the three girls that were moving in I think I knew one of the boys by this point but they'd all went out on the Friday night I got there on Saturday so they're all a bit like still hungover um got there so that was just weird to start with and then yeah I think I think again at first I was sort of a bit like whoa I'm out of my comfort zone I don't really know i don't really know who I am, don't really know what I'm doing. And then I think, yeah, through Freshers Week again, the confidence, the going out like seven times, because we had Freshers Week and then second Freshers Week. So we're at like 14 times in the week, which oh. is mad. But yeah. <laughs> that's Nottingham for you. But yeah, it was difficult, but I overcame it.
0: Because was it hard as well? Because I think there is that typical thing of Freshers Week where you know that you need to find people. So yeah. anyone that you meet, you're like, oh my God, you're my new friend. I love you. Yeah we're going to be friends forever. This is the best thing in the world. Yeah. And then the next day you wake up with a hangover and you're like, mm, <laughs> do I like that person? <laughs> I find that hard.
1: I think, yeah, I think obviously the alcohol didn't help because it made you just get excited. Everyone that I came in contact with, whether I knew them, whether I liked them, it was just sort of, yeah, you're my, you're my new best friend, wake up and forget who half of them were. Freshers' week was that sort of, you just had to get involved. Like, obviously, if you were one of the ones that was quiet or you didn't drink, there'd be other stuff to do, fair enough. And I've tried to, like, stop my drinking now. But I think, yeah, after Freshers' week, you sort of, you built your connections. We actually had a Freshers' group chat on WhatsApp where there was, like, 50-odd people. So we were all speaking before uni so Mm. someone would put in there oh my god I'm an ink I'm wearing a green dress everyone would look for someone in a green dress and make friends with them and all that
0: was that nice as well going into a situation with like a little bit of help could you imagine turning up at that flat the day Mm. after that everyone had gone out already being slightly out of the loop and going in there and being like um hi can I be your friend please
1: (laughs) it was nice to have sort of a bit of a an advantage or sort of knowing at least a few faces at least if i didn't know my flat i had someone to talk to i think just the whole transition just from london where i'm originally from to nottingham that just in itself is a bit of a trek so three hour journey up and back and up and back taking stuff so yeah the friendship groups completely changed the, the atmosphere changed everyone's so much nicer up here as well so it's sort of like having to get used to whether people are actually being genuine or whether they're just putting on a nice face and 99% yeah. of them they were genuine but yeah it was good to have a bit of a conversation and have that initial group chat started up we had a second year rep living in i think it was our block or the block next door so i think he was in the group chat as well
0: was it nice having a little bit of contact with someone who had been through that first year as well just yeah. you had someone to talk to
1: Yeah, I think it was nice as well because I found a couple of people who obviously I was the year above, some of the ones that had moved in, so that sort of made it difficult. But I think there were a group of girls I made friends with, all from London, and I'm still friends with them all now. Like, Obviously, they're all in different groups, but the fact that it was people from London refreshers some of them were like me took the gap year it was just nice to actually be like so i'm confused i'm stressed i don't know what's going on let's just like sit and cry together none of us have experienced uni obviously some of the girls were the same are the same age as me took a year out so none of us knew what we were expecting and i think it was nice actually some of us were studying and are still studying the same course now so mm. we could sort of bond over that
0: did you feel as well taking that gap year did that help in the respective it gave you a little bit of perspective rather than I think loads of people go in to uni like fresh 18 year olds yeah. and if they don't have that fully formed friendship group with a snapchat group that are like going out for brunch every Friday then they think that they've failed.
1: I mean advice I would give to some people is if you're not ready for uni if you don't feel like uni is for you at the moment then take that year out but like, don't be scared about taking the year out. don't feel like you're not going to have any friends because look I'm a weird person but even someone like me can find friends at uni so if I can do it anyone can um <laughs> I think even just taking a gap year but like obviously some people are going to think and some people are going to say oh yeah but then I'm not going to want to go to uni and then what if I get a great job and blah 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 Not going to have that gap year job for life, it's literally just for that year to build your confidence to meet those connections and get yourself a bit of like experience before going to uni.
0: Did you find it weird? Because obviously, as you were saying at school, you have the class, the whole group of people who you could probably name by the end of upper six, yeah, and then you go to uni and there are. thousands of people there's yeah. no kind of it's not frowned upon i would say to be friends with people in different years so that opens up even more like who you can be friends with was that yeah. kind of a daunting experience to go from a relatively small sixth form to then loads of people
1: yeah primary school to secondary to uni is like three tiers it's ridiculous primary school is like this secondary school is a bit bigger and uni is like anyone and everyone you could stumble into someone on the bus and then become best friends with them and then actually will hopefully stay friends with them Mm. so I think yeah it is it is scary the fact that you can be friends with so many different types of people but then at the same time so many new doors and opportunities are opened for you because even making friends with the staff like I think if you get on their side and if you then if you get stuck with an essay or something they're more likely to help you if they like you as opposed to like oh this kid never turns up, they never attend, they never um, do work or whatever. So I think actually, I don't think there are negatives about meeting all different types of people. Um, and I think with me as well, because I have this platform of doing YouTube, my blog and stuff, I never really, I don't really post about it too much, but I have been, <laughs> I have been spotted by people and people go, oh my God, I've seen you on this video, or oh my God, I've seen you, blah, blah, blah. Really? and it's very weird. The way I come across online and the way I come across in real life is slightly different. I come across so much more confident in front of the camera. I literally pretend I'm talking to myself. I'm still confident around the right sorts of people. But if I just get approached by some random person, I'm just going to be like, yeah, no, I'm not famous. Don't talk to me. Like, leave me alone. Like, this is really weird. I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> It literally happened last week. I went out last week, obviously at the gay club, and one of the students that was on the interrailing trip that went to Germany was there. I'd had a few beverages, should we say, and he saw me and he like smiled and he shook my hand. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, how are you, mate? I think I think I saw you in Germany and this. And she said, right, So you'd never seen me here. Don't talk to me. I'm drunk. I'll speak to you tomorrow. And then just went, did my dancing and stuff. And he was just wetting himself laughing. Long story short, there are no bad things about connecting with people in different years. It literally opens doors and there are so many opportunities available.
0: I guess another aspect of that as well, then, is that when you get to uni, I think quite a lot of people think that they have to be friends with, People who have similar interests to them as well. Um, Because I know I certainly found that I was like, cool, okay, so I'll be friends with the people who I live with, and then I'll be friends with the people on my course. That's it. Did you yeah. find that as well or did you kind of find that, because I think at school it's very different and you tend to be the only person of that ilk in your friendship group.
1: Yeah, yeah. Then
0: when you go to uni, there are like clones of you. <laughs> and you might not necessarily get on with someone who is completely the same as you, which I know I've found. And so yeah. sometimes better to go into a different group.
1: I think at first I was 100% like that. I was literally just like, there are people here that, are all basically me they look they don't look the same as me but they have the same visions we act the same we sort of hang around with the same sorts of people and I think at first it was a bit like a competition to see like who could do the best or who would get the highest grades or whatever and I think at first it was actually a competition because I'd be doing my project they'd be doing theirs I'm like yeah but you didn't do this or you didn't do that and I think it's sort of opposites do actually attract. If you are slightly different to other people, they will attract to you and you will attract to them as like a friend sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I think the way I sort of overcame my just being friends with flatmates and course mates. I mean, we had a big course and our media is split into four different types of medias. So I think that helped because it's sort of like everyone does media, but you have the communication side, the film and TV side, the more practical side, and then the boring research side. Um, LAUGHTER I think I think the thing that helps was the fact that we have societies. I think I'm sure your uni do as well. We have all different types of societies. You could chess, fencing, pride, blogging society and all of that. So I think yeah, there there are groups of people that have the same similar interests. And it is good to have those, but also at the same time, you want to have that thing that's slightly different. So yeah, I tried to broaden that out and it was difficult at first, but I'm still making new friends now. I've just made a friend last week that does geography. I've never studied geography in my life I have no interest in all this tectonic plate nonsense but she's a really really nice girl had to interview her for a project so I was like yeah actually you are a good egg. And
0: do you (laughs) find as well that like when you're at uni because what I find mad is that I'm now in my third year and I think after first year I felt a little bit like oh can I can I New things now, like, am I still allowed to join Mm. these societies or do different things? But like, even last week, I when I'm doing a 10k run in a couple of weeks' time, and the uni put on like a group run. And I was wetting myself on the walk. this. like, I've never felt more scared in my entire life. Cause I was like, I don't want to meet new people. And then like, have to get sweaty in front of them. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I met this really nice girl, chatted to her like the whole way through the half hour run. And like, now we're, we're best friends and we're going to braid each other's hair. And did you find oh. that as well? Like when you kind of left first year and went into second year, were you like, cool, I've locked in my friends, I'm done? Or were you like, no, I can still my friends?
1: I think I've been quite open to just meeting people all the time. I mean, I never got to a stage where I was braiding anyone's hair or was braiding my hair. I haven't got really much. <laughs> I think I sort of, I had, my, I had my stable group, like my media group, my stable group of friends who, if I couldn't go to uni one day, one of them would be there to speak or... If I was chilling and one of them was bored, me and them would hang out or whatever. So I think I like 50% had my group locked in or had my like expanded group locked in. I never had, right, I'm only going to have three friends. The rest of you can go away. I literally had an expanded group. So it's just a mix. But I think, yeah, I think I was very, very open and very, very easy. And even still now to just meet new people. I stumble across people on LinkedIn because there's a couple of guys I know in third year. So weird me not being in third year, but there's a couple of guys I know in third year I'm now friends with all of their friends just because I know them. They're not like people I class as best mates, but I still hang around with them because they're nice. The thing about friends is they're always going to change. When you leave university and you go into like a job or something, you're friends now, unless you're like attached, most of them are going to disappear. On that point as well, I was going to mention this in my own podcast, but actually the thing with me is a lot of people that class people that hang around with now as their friends aren't really their friends. It's just people to help them get to the end of uni. So you're hanging around with them, you're doing all your group projects and all that sort of stuff, which is great. And you are friends with them, but the only reason you're friends with them is to sort of so they can help you and you can help them get your projects done, get to the end of uni, and then once uni's finished, like with secondary school, everyone's just gonna split and do their own thing.
0: Yeah, it's um, quite like circumstantial, isn't it? In
1: yeah.
0: I know that there are people who I see them so often because I'm going to uni with them or they live down the road from me or Mm. I see them because I've walked past them and that's why I still class them as a friend. Whereas I have people like that at school and if I go back to like my hometown now and I walk past them in the street I'm like oh my goodness that person and it just yeah. as time goes on someone who I would have classed as a friend purely just by not seeing them you get that kind of detachment
1: yeah I think that's the same with like, school friends anyway I think the fact that some of my school friends who are even the year below or the year above that are actually the same uni as me they're not my friends and I bump into them all the time there's this one guy in the year above me who he's been with his girlfriend now for like four and a half, nearly five years. So it's great. Good on him. Woo, really wow. Well. Um, me and him are never close. Me and him don't really speak. Whenever we meet on campus, we always actually have a conversation. I saw it. Literally, I saw him today about two hours ago. I was out doing filming with my mates and he walked past me in the city. And obviously his mate obviously said, oh, here's that. I was literally just like to him, oh, hey, hi, how are you? Like, I always seem to see you around here. And he's like, well, duh, like, I live around here. But just like if we were back in London, let's say, and we were back in the school environment, because we obviously had the set outfit and he had his group, I had my group, I would probably wouldn't talk to him, probably wave at him, smile at him or whatever, and then move on. So I think is, it's, it, it does depend on the situation, the circumstances you're in. Um, and I think because at uni, there's a few people that are judgmental, but I think because a lot of people just go about their day and are always doing something different every day. Every single day at uni is different. Even if I go onto campus and I do the same thing every day, there'll be someone different that I'll meet or there'll be someone that falls over and that just makes me laugh. There'll always be something that highlights that day.
0: And in terms of then going into your third year, how do you feel about friendships in that respect? Do you think there is going to be some like awkward drop offs over summer where there are people that you see every single day that you maybe distance yourself from and then won't pick back up?
1: I mean, I'm going back to London for the summer um, and I've already fully booked events and projects and stuff like that. Um, but I mean, when I come back, I'm, I'm not going to change how I am. I feel that friendships are a two-way thing it's sort of like i can put as much effort in as i want i can make arrangements with people and all that but if they're not giving back then that's when either they've basically dropped themselves or that's when i would limit the distance i mean something so easy like with um with instagram i mean i don't know if you see my instagram but i'm always posting stuff in my story or sharing people's photos the thing where you can just like a picture you just add it to your story so it gives that person a bit of promo i do that all the time A couple of hundred people see what i do just something as simple as a few that reply and just say, oh, this is a great picture. Or, oh, hey, how are you doing? Long time no speak. Those sorts of people, it shows that they're actually still interested rather than just like skipping through a story. People that will take hours to reply. I think that is an episode on its own I'm um, talking about how people are always on their phones but will purposely just ignore messages. There's just one girl, actually there's a couple of girls, I'm not going to single them out. There's a couple of girls that oh, I'll just send them a message in the morning. Hey, how are you? Like what's going on? I won't get a reply till like midnight the next night. So they're either out drinking or they're just chilling at home. Oh, sorry, didn't get your message. I was with my boyfriend. With your boyfriend, but you are on your phone twenty-four-seven. There's no excuse, not even to just, not even to just send me a thumbs up. At least I can see you've seen the message. I think people like that are likely to have themselves dropped. I wouldn't have my like checklist of right. Who am I going to get rid of today? Who's getting the uh, who's getting the air uh, the firing today? I think it just it, it's based on circumstances. I think friendships are always changing, and even if someone's like a close friend. And they go down to a distant friend. They're still a friend. It's just that I'll wait for them to put in a bit more um, effort.
0: You get out of a friendship as much as you put in. So if you leave it for months and months and months, it probably is a sign that it's not even necessarily a bad thing. It might just be that one or both sides of the friendship has other stuff going on and therefore it's not going to work. Or it's too much to kind of keep it going.
1: But then, in the same respect, it's sort of like there's a couple of there's a couple of people I'm talking to from like back home and stuff who I've been friends with them for like I don't know four, five, six years. So whether it's from school or from clubs or whatever, and we do sometimes just distance, not distance ourselves. Like I'm taking a five, I'm taking five months away, but sort of like there'll just be a couple of weeks where neither of us will message each other, not on purpose, not like on accident, just we've got other things that we're worrying about. And then they'll just send me a message just saying, I don't know, they'll just call me a bad name. And I'll be like, okay, cool. So the banter's still there and we'll just carry on from normal. I think sometimes it's not even the fact that people need a break. It's just that sometimes people just get, so busy with just other things, it's just you just sort of forget. I've got I've got so many messages on my thing that are like I've read them all, but they're all archived of people I need to message and it's just like I haven't had time. I don't know how I would initiate conversation. But whenever in the past we've just spoken back together, we literally just carry on from where we leave off. So I think it depends on the friendships. I think if you've been in a friendship where you've known the person for years, you have like a month off and then get back together, you could almost just go back to just the normal chat. Um, and some friendships are like that some are just on and off but it's somehow a good thing rather than just being bombarded with messages every single day.
0: You're so right that whole thing of the longer the friendship the longer you can leave it and come back and absolutely nothing's changed mm-hmm. my uh, best friend that I've known since I think it's year three possibly got two mm-hmm. friends that I've known for years they're both at Cambridge uni so obviously their lives are hectic and I know that it's probably better to just leave them for a couple of months when it gets to exam season and it'll be absolutely fine. And I think we did it last year where I didn't really speak to them for about a month and then I saw them and we went on holiday for a week and it was absolutely fine because we all just had time to go out, do things, have a fun time. Whereas if I'd messaged them every single day for that month, they would have been like, Sarah, I'm sitting exams. What are you doing? (laughs) And I'd be like, what's going on?
1: I think that's the thing. I think, yeah, you're definitely right in the fact that longer friendships tend to have just naturally longer breaks.
0: I guess then my last question for you would be, what would your advice be to university students who are transitioning from that school friendship stage into university friendships?
1: I would say... Friends that you can keep as your friends, keep. Obviously, don't try and force friendships if people are going to different universities or if circumstances change. Obviously, try and I would just say try and keep in contact with those that you've had good feelings about the whole time. Because there are going to be there are going to be some people in some friendship groups that are just like, right, so these people in the group I like, these people in the group I don't like. I wouldn't try and distance yourself away from people. I would just sort of try and just build up the connections that you like the most, the most. Um, and I think when coming to uni just being open-minded I think for me the one thing that allowed me to make friends easier and quicker was the fact that I was so just open-minded obviously confidence helped throughout the gap year and sort of going to events you don't have to be a massive drinker I wasn't I mean I was for freshers week but I think you don't have to be a massive drinker you can make friends at all different types of events I would say join a society Um, I was part of two last year I'm part of like six this year I don't have time for it um so obviously freshers week and first year definitely make the most of it um obviously there'll be deadlines and stuff but it's not as intense as this year so i think main thing for me just be genuine be yourself just be truthful don't lie about having a, a massive bmw or rich family or anything and be open join societies and just try not to uh, have arguments with your
0: A, a very good advice um well thank you so much for coming and talking to me today
1: that's right thanks for having me on
0: that's okay and good luck with the rest of your second year
1: thank you very much good luck with the rest of your third
0: thank you Thank you so much to brandon for coming and speaking to me today it was really interesting to get his take on friendships whilst at university thank you so much for listening to the university podcast if you have enjoyed it then please hop onto our facebook page and leave us a review so that more people can find and enjoy the podcast as well if you enjoyed hearing from brandon today then you can find a lot more content from him on his youtube channel is that brandon also including a podcast with me that will be coming out very very soon Thank you for listening. This has been the University Podcast. Bye bye.